Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode, episode number six to be exact, of Horror Horrors. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Justine the Pumpkin Queen, and my very lovely co-host today, yes, that is singular, my (laughs) (laughs) co-host is, you heard her voice drum roll, Maggie! Hello, everybody. It's me. Back. The one and only. Back. <laughs> That's the right. Crowd. The one and only. crowd. Everybody's the like, who the fuck is Maggie? <laughs> I know. Have a queen. Haven't, you haven't been on in that long to like, wait, who? Like, they fucking yeah, forgot like, about who you. The, who the fuck is that? I know. <laughs> I stay in hiding. I know, I bitch. <laughs> I just have to. But no, no, the crowd is going wild. The crowd is going wild. And the people want to know, where the fuck have you been? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, um, I've just been, you know, living life, trying to work. Just, I disconnected from social media for a minute. I'm still Mm -hmm. disconnecting. Disconnect to reconnect. There you go. Yeah, so Maggie's not on IG right now for those who are, Trying to stalk, <laughs> don't <laughs> to all those stalkers, to all those Michaels out there. I know. Lori Strode has left the building. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's not here right now. Um, no, yeah, because you know I'm. Uh, we're we're active on our Instagram right now, and um, you know, at the end of the show, as I always tell you guys, you can find our personal handles on our instagram as well but maggie is not there just so you know if you guys try to look for her right now but um do we have a timeline when you'll be back on ig or what do you think i feel like i'll probably be back in march i'm gonna give myself okay. another month yeah there you go so look out in march you guys all right check it out in march <laughs> she might be back <laughs> it might be um, back i don't if, know but if not and you want to give feedback or a little fan message to her just dm us and we'll give it to her directly but um, other yeah. than that, the rest of us are on IG. Um, but we are so happy to have you back. It's so good to have you I on know, with us I'm again. <laughs> and I love how when you're finally back, the rest of the whores aren't here. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. All of a sudden. It's okay. You know what? This is for a reason. I haven't been on. So this is like our time to talk, you know? Yeah. It's our time. It's best friend it's- time right now. It's sister time, guys. Right, we're gonna yeah. have we're gonna have a duet today, and it's gonna it's gonna be a time. Yeah. Um, so let's do. <laughs> but other than that, how have you been? You've been good. Is there anything new besides going a little bit hermit <sighs> mode, which we respect? Right, we all need that time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, honestly, I have a cat. I got a cat. <laughs> That's new. That's been oh so new because I've never had a cat in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I I'm so have... happy for you, dude. Welcome to the Cat Mom Club because I have two. Honestly, if you guys didn't know. And Maggie yes. has joined me. <laughs> yes, in the, the so sisterhood happy. of the cat moms. Right, cat mothers. They're the best. Cat mill. Cat mill. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, not that. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um 
But yeah, yeah I'm so- honestly, I'm like, damn, my life's boring. It's you know what? Know. We're in the middle of a panini. We're in the middle of a panini right now. We're to do shit. There's nothing. I mean, we're in the middle of a pentagram, and it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not a time. I'm just oh, I heard one someone say like, we're in the middle of a bandulce. <laughs> Dude, there's so fucking much panorama, fucking panorama. Someone said Panama. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh my god. Oh, uh, what else? Fucking. I don't even know. After that, I lost it. <laughs> I know. I just been reading a lot of books lately. I just there you been go. like, oh, yes. you sound like you're in such a good place. Like you're disconnecting. You have your little cat. You're reading books. Yeah. Like. You're the ultimate witch right now, and I respect it. Thank you. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Get off the grid. Yes. Get off the grid. Unfollow the witch. Okay, now I'm sounding like an Aquarius. I need a show. <laughs> well, you are. I know. Aquarius moon, in case anybody else is an she's Aquarius a- moon. Mm-hmm. She has an Aquarius moon. Um, and we're in Aquarius season. Okay. Hey. I have to burp. Hold on. I'm like trying to let it out. And this retrograde, this Mercury retrograde is in Aquarius too. And we're actually going into, uh, I don't know. I think there's going to be five planets in Aquarius tomorrow, starting tomorrow. (gasps) Wow. Yeah. So maybe that's why I'm in such an Aquarius fucking mood. Yes. (laughs) A lot of Aquarian energy. You know what? I don't think I have very much Aquarius Really? In my chart, I want to say I only have maybe one placement, and I couldn't even tell you what that is. I think it's like in my house too, or something. I could okay. be wrong. Um, you know what would be fun? What? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so, <laughs> so random. <laughs> what, bitch? Uh, I think it would be fun to go over a few serial killers' birth charts. <clears throat> I don't know because, like, I've noticed that a lot of them are Virgos. Wow. We'll have yeah. a whole a whole Zodiac episode where you lead it. <laughs> Why are you fucking laughing? You'll lead it. We'll do like birth chart reading. So, if, you know, for those who aren't familiar with um, astrology, it's kind of all astrology. If you didn't know, you have more than one sign. Um, and like I said, maybe we'll have an episode where Maggie explains all of this. It's up to her. We'll talk about it. But um mm-hmm. You have more than one sign. So your sun sign, right, is your main sign, which is just like your month and your day of your birth. Um, But you have a whole chart. You have a moon. You have a rising. You have houses. You have like a sign for every planet. Um, So if you don't, if you're not familiar with that, definitely look into it. And, you know, again, maybe we'll have an episode where we talk about it. We'll see. Um, If you want to see that, let us know. DM us um, or just go to our Instagram and comment. But um. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about right now for those who are fucking lost. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they talking about? I feel like that's like Aquarius. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like our everyday thing. Yes. <laughs> we haven't talked about it on here very much, huh? I don't think. But, um, but yeah, like, that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, God. My cat wants to get out, and it's too bad. It's too late. I already started recording. You're gonna have to, You're stuck in here with me, kitty. <sighs> She's going to have to join the, the episode. My cat's She's going to have to hop up on here. Yeah. I know. Oh, She's, magic? She's already... It's magic. Yeah. She's standing at the door, and I could tell she wants to leave. That's too bad. It's too late. I already started recording. <laughs> Unless I pause and go... No. That's too bad. 
Mm-mm. She'll eat right now. It's okay. <laughs> She'll be fine. I have two cats, by the way. So Magic is my tabby. She's like a brown tabby. And um, um, she's the baby. How old is she? She's like six months. And then Moonlight is my first cat. And she's a black and white tuxedo cat. So those are my I two babies. Too. She's outside somewhere in the house. And Moon, I mean, uh, Magic's in here. So. Aww. Who's trying to get out? But that's too bad. You're that's trapped. So My cat <laughs> is a Siamese cat. Aww, she's a she's long-haired a Siamese cat. Her name's Sagwa. It means silly melon. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a show. I was, okay, I was wondering what Sagwa meant. It kind of sounds um. Or where is that name from? Do you know where it's from? Or where it, it's, it's from a show? Is- There's an actual show called Sagwa. <laughs> It's like a little oh. anime show of a Siamese cat who has a, a oh. best friend, a bat named Fufu. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking cute. <laughs> I didn't even watch the show. I just came across it and I was like, that's the perfect name for this cat, Sagwa. Oh, it's cute. I and love it rhymes it. with Onawa, my dog. Onawa, so. right. And what's Onawa's name? Or like, what's the origin of Onawa? I know you've told me before. Uh, it's Native American. It means wide awake. There you go. Yeah, see, Sagwa kind of sounds native as well, but does, um, who huh? knows? Who knows, huh? Yeah, I think it's, it's beautiful Japanese. name. It yeah, it's, I was going to say, because you said anime, right? Yeah, so it's probably beautiful mm. name. I love it, the uniqueness. Mine's are like Thank super you. witchy names. <laughs> Moonlight and Magic. Aww, a little familiar. Yeah, I kind of got the idea from, there's this children's book, it's called um, Spooky House, (laughs) and um, they usually sell it at Target like every Halloween season so far that I've seen, but it's like a little pop-up book or where you lift the flaps, right? Mm -hmm. And um, there's two black cats called Midnight and Magic, I think it is, so I kind of got the idea with my cats, Um, although the ones in the book are like two little black cats. Um, cute. and only one of mine is black. The other one's not, but, um, I got that idea from that, <laughs> but it's a book that I bought for my daughter, like probably a couple years or, uh, maybe when she was like two or three, but, um, yeah. So I got that idea from that. <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah. Not the most original, but that's our book. Like that's her favorite book. She loves it. She loves Halloween. Like I do. I think I talked about that in the, our pilot episode, um, she's a little Halloween girl too, so it's kind of like a little homage, homage to that. How do you say that? Homage. I'm so bad at pronouncing words. What the fuck is wrong with me? Homage. You know what it, it is? It's the retrograde. <laughs> no, but like even maybe actually no, you might be right. <laughs> but in our last episode, whoever listened to it, the us episode, I fucking jumbled my words like 20 times. So maybe I was feeling like shadow retrograde energy, right? Like yeah. before it happens, there's like a shadow phase where you start shit starts going haywire. Mm-hmm. Again, that's more astrology for those who don't know. Yeah, we're just like astrology bitches. I don't know. We're just but we're just a couple witch bitches. That's all it little, is. Yeah, like witch bitches. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, that's 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 that with the cats. <laughs> But all right, let's get on topic, right? Okay, so what we're talking about today, if you've seen from the title, is the history of horror. Ooh, spooky. Yes. 
Um, so we've done the history of Halloween, right? In episode number two, um, which is one of the themes of our podcast. Um, but now I think it's time. I think it's time that we look into our other podcast theme that we claim to be whores for. Am I right? Am I right? What do you think, Mag? Should we give Mm -hmm. our listeners a little history lesson? You know, a little nice little story. You know what? We should. I think it's a must. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) I love how you're talking about this. Fuck yeah. I know. (laughs) Did you realize I was still going when you were talking? (laughs) Just fucking tell them the history. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I couldn't help it. Oh, my God. It reminded me of... um. (laughs) But I was like, what do you think? Should we tell them a little history? It reminded me of fucking... I don't know if you guys have ever seen... um, that episode of Family Guy. Oh my god, I forgot. I don't know what it's called, but there's this episode with like Brian and Stewie, and it's so fucking funny where he's doing that to him. He's like talking to him about like this novel that he's gonna write or something. He's like, little twist and oh, yeah, little yeah. epilogue. I just seen it, dude. It's fucking hilarious. I remember like the first time I seen it, I was like eating i was like on my couch eating cereal oh my god it was like the worst time to be eating i almost fucking choked <laughs> <laughs> it's that oh funny oh, i wish i knew the episode name but um you know what it is ig worthy i'm gonna put it on ig <laughs> so Do for it. those who it's don't funny. know yes for those who haven't seen it because i don't know the episode name or else i'd tell you but um for those who have not seen it or don't know what I'm talking about or what we're talking about, I'm gonna I'm gonna post it up. It's not horror. I know it's not a horror thing, but like it deserves it is so funny, it deserves a spot on our page. <laughs> so I'll put it up just so you guys can see what I was talking about. <laughs> but um all right, let's get started. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're gonna give you a little history lesson mm-hmm. and let's uh move forward with that before we get too off topic again. <laughs> Um, so the history of horror. So the question we are posing today is how did horror even come about? Well, sweet children of the corn. <laughs> I'm about to tell <laughs> That was good. I like to brought that right? shit in there. Um, I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> Head takes right. a drink. <clears throat> take a yes. swig of water. Now it's going to take too long. <laughs> but all right, here we go. The history of horror. So the horror genre has ancient origins with roots in folklore and religious traditions, which <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like talking and moving my hand and my cat's like following my hands. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> Magic I'm sorry. Like, Did I doing? make you dizzy? Dude, that cracked me up. <laughs> She's like following my hands. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Did I make you dizzy? Dude, it's so funny how cats do that, huh? Like, they'll follow anything <laughs> that moves like, back and forth. Okay, I'm so sorry. Cute, though. Restart. Let's restart. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so the horror genre has ancient origins with roots in folklore and religious traditions, um, which focus on death, the afterlife, evil, the demonic, and the principle of the thing embodied in the person. 
Um, so this is stories, myths, urban legends, if you will, that have been passed down through generations by word of mouth. Um, some of them having to do with religion and some just from the community, right? Cultural traditions. And this goes all the way back to the ancient Greeks and ancient Romans. In ancient Greece, stories about gods and goddesses and heroes and monsters were an important part of everyday life. Um, these stories gave meaning to the world around them. Um, and the earliest Greek myths, which we know as Greek mythology, right, began in the Bronze Age. And if you don't know what the Bronze Age is, it marked the first time humans started working with metal. So mm -hmm. their stone tools and weapons were being replaced by bronze, um, by bronze ones. <laughs> so it was a pretty cool, like, progressive time, right? Um, so this is the period uh, when we saw the earliest um, oral traditions, which gradually unfolded into written literature. And looking back at these times when theater first came about in ancient Greece, we saw all these famous myths and stories come to life in plays. And there was a lot of horrific elements in them. So we're talking murder, like horrendous punishments by gods, even mm -hmm. witchcraft and like witches and curses, right? Um, so we were seeing these stories now on stages. However, this still wasn't a genre. We're still just looking at the roots. Um, so even though throughout the world, we'll see that every culture had its journey with horror, it didn't become a genre until Horace Walpole invented it in 1765 with his novel, The Castle of Otranto. It's said that this novel founded the horror story as a legitimate literary form, as it started a craze for this kind of gothic fiction that put readers on edge. Um, so as you'd imagine, with its success, this story spawned many imitators and other writers such as Anne Radcliffe and Matthew Gregory Lewis took this gothic form to new heights, to new heights of thrills and suspense, right? Um, so we had people mm -hmm. like propelling it even more forward. And then from there, we saw more and more authors contributing to what this genre is now. We have Mary Wollstone, uh, what's her name? Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley introduced pseudo science into the genre with Frankenstein in 1818, uh, which over 100 years later was turned into a movie in 1931, right? The very famous and successful Universal Pictures film that had a hugely significant impact on popular culture, as well as, as its uh, depiction of Frankenstein just becoming iconic. Um, and then we have like Edgar Allan Poe, who's um, credited with inventing the modern detective story and with being the first writer to explore psychoanal psychoanalysis sorry, uh, within a literary format. Um, the funeral landscapes and like the grotesque characters that he wove into his stories have become staples of the horror genre. And, you know, the list, the list goes on, you know, of, uh, of the authors who contributed, uh, who continued to contribute to like what we, what we know and love now. Um, now going into film, um, it begins in 1878 with motion photography, uh, the assembling of individual pictures into a single motion picture. And the very first one ever made was called The Horse in Motion. 
And these were made for scientific purposes, by the way. Um, It wasn't originally for entertainment. So with the horse in motion being made, the intent was just to study the movement of the horse and to answer like a scientific question. Um, But with this, motion photography was born. Um, And by the next year, we have the world's earliest surviving motion picture film showing actual consecutive action. And that is Round Hay Garden Scene. That's what it's called, Round Hay Garden Scene. And that is in 1888, um, which is only two seconds long, by the way, but it's still considered a movie. Um, And despite these, uh, despite these advancements, um, it actually wasn't until 1895 that true cinematography had its success and was propelled forward. And the following year after this, in 1896, the first ever horror film was made, which was The House of the Devil. And this was a three-minute-long French silent film directed by George uh, Millier. And... um, the film's intent really was just to evoke amusement and wonder. Um, but because of the story being about an encounter with the devil and uh, various phantoms, as well as like depicting a human turning into a bat, it's technically horror, uh, with some mm-hmm. observers even seeing it as the first vampire film because of that like bat-human transformation. Um and there you have it. The rest is history, right? With technical improvements being made in the early 1900s. Uh, yeah, sound recording, right? In the 1920s. And then finally color uh, for film and TV in the 1930s. Horror films just got better and better. And it became a massive industry and community. Now here we are with the Horror Horrors podcast in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> um, I hope I didn't go through that too fast. Was that too fast? But yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. I, I kind of summarized it as best as I could. Um, Because, you know, you can yeah. kind of go into everything like on and on forever and ever, which I felt like it was going to be a lot, but that went by really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I really had no idea about these uh, short films. I had no yes. idea about that. You're right. So the original movies... um. Like, the first films were literally, like, a minute long or less. Like, the very first film, like I said, was only two seconds long. <laughs> but technically, it's still a movie, right? Um, so, they were very short. So, with the very first horror film, right, which is uh, The House of the Devil. And that's that's how it was translated in the United States, by the way. There was other names for it. There was also The Haunted Castle, which I think was the direct translation um, in French. Or what was the... Oh, no, in French, it was the manner of the devil. So there's the manner of the devil. Um, It was called the haunted castle as well, even the devil's castle. Um, So with this film being the first horror film, it was three minutes long, which at that time was like very innovative for them. So for them, that was long and it was like a stretch, you know. (laughs) So, yeah, they were very short. All um, even like the very first um, kind of like... uh, film that like propelled cinema you know what I mean that was probably maybe only like two minutes long or a minute yeah so um that is how it was and then it wasn't until I think like 1906 with 
which was uh, it was the first movie that was 60 minutes long. So and that's where I was talking about those like technological advancements, like in the early 1900s. So they started making them longer uh, because they were able to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it just got better and better and, and it is what it is now. Um, and then we, you know, we have everything that kind of, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that were like iconic and, you know, like Mike, like you, we've talked about in previous episodes, I think I talked about it on the nerdy bunch, um, how like, uh, Halloween kind of set the tone for slashers, but you can't just kind of go on and on about things that kind of like, uh, were iconic and they kind of uh, uh, propelled things forward and um, influenced other films and stuff like that. But um, this is pretty much just the history of how it started. Um, I thought that would be really cool to share with you guys because uh, I feel like a lot of people don't know. I didn't even really know until I did my research. Um, and I will cite my sources as well. I'll put it in our description. Um so yeah, it was really fun to look into this. I had a really good time with this yes. <laughs> and I learned a lot myself. A lot of this was new to me too, but, um, but yeah, that is, that's going to be it for the history 101. Um, but yeah, so what do you think about all this, Maggie? Do you have any thoughts or like, what does all this make you feel? Like, what did you learn today? Honestly, <laughs> I am surprised. Honestly, when I think of like the history of horror, I really go straight to books. Like, that's what I think of. I think of like Frankenstein. I definitely think of mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. I think of like <clears throat> the classic horror films, but I never really ever dug so deep to the point where, you know, like the two minute movie you mentioned, or was it two mm-hmm. minute? I yes, no it was uh, three minutes. Three, yeah. The first horror film was three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I had no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh fuck, that's crazy. Like I had, I don't know. I just, it really goes beyond the books. It goes way beforehand, mm-hmm. way beforehand. So that's just interesting. Like horror has really been around for a long well, time. The, well, the literature came first, actually. So the literature right. was what kind of. Um, started it yeah what started the genre even though like if we like i said if we looked back to the ancient greeks and the ancient romans Mm -hmm. or you know there were so much horror elements like even if you go all the way back to like i said the theater like if you um i don't know if you i'm pretty sure we learned about this in school i know i did i think my senior year and then even last year um in college because i take theater i learned about it in my theater class still about like all those like um uh, those playwrights like uh, Sophocles, like Euripides, right? I don't know if you remember all that. Um, yeah. But even them at that time, there wasn't a horror genre for their plays. It was really just tragedies, right? That was like the thing. It was always tragedies or it was like comedy tragedies, right? Or like right. even just comedy. So that was kind of what it was, comedy and tragedy. And um, even in those, there was a lot of horrific elements, right? There was like, um, again, like I said, like murders and uh, fucking, you know, just like crazy shit happening, <laughs> like a lot of dark stuff. But um, so we saw those elements like really early on, but it just wasn't like a theme. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so with uh, Horace Walpole, am I saying his name right? Motherfuck. Horace Walpole. Yes. <laughs> I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Tell me if I'm not anybody. You can tell me. Um, 
but uh yeah when he kind of when he wrote that book that's where it was like whoa like this is a thing and then people kind of imitated him and from there there was like a lot of uh demand for that kind of writing because I don't think anyone had really seen that before you know or not to the way that he did it he kind of created like a suspense and kind of like the he really like you know kind of did the spookiness I don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and so that became like you know um something that people just were like fascinated with so um and then from there it got better and better and then we got Edgar Allan Poe right um who also like again you know fucking broke barriers if you will (laughs) yeah yeah, so there's been so much yeah right like and, and what's crazy too about Edgar Allan Poe um I'll probably do a whole episode on him separately, actually, because he's just, he has an incredible story, but um, he wasn't, you know, his writings came out, I want to say, I think it was the 1830s, 1840s was when his work was out and it was published. Um, But at that time, nobody really recognized it. Like he wasn't really well known. It wasn't until after he passed away that, or even now to this day, that usual, it's always, that always happens, right? That happens, right? I know. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of that song. Have you heard that country song, If I Die Young? Is it If I Die Young? I forgot who sings yes, it. But there's a country yes, song. Yes. And she's like, you heard it, right? And there's this yeah. lyric where she she says, um, it's funny how, oh, fuck, fuck. What did she say? Like, it's funny how when you die, people start listening. That's what that reminded me of right now when you said that. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, we see that happening a lot, right? Like kind of posthumous success. Because, um, yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes that's what uh, grabs people's attention, you know? Um, but, yeah, he was one of those. He was one of those writers. And his work even now is still being recognized and uh, for what it is, just absolute masterpieces. Um, and, again, we'll probably do an episode on him altogether because there's a lot to talk about with him. But... But yeah, that is, it is what it is. Um, were you going to say anything else? I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> no, um, I was going <laughs> to, no. <laughs> no. No good. I'm crazy, right? It's crazy. History. I love it. <laughs> I really and love history. Beyond that. I'm sure, I'm sure there's so much that we can still add, but fuck it. We can't probably yeah. do one episode. I know I could have kept going. Well, I guess I could have, but I guess my ideally I was trying to summarize just like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, right. maybe I could have fit in more, but maybe I'll do it next time. Um, if we do another history lesson, this is history lesson number two. Um, but yeah, I hope that helped uh, for those who were not familiar. Hopefully it was understandable. I know history can be a little confusing <laughs> and hopefully I didn't go too fast, but um yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. I had so much fun researching this, but yeah, that's about it uh, for that. So um, now what I want to ask Maggie is, mm-hmm. well, we'll both answer, but what I want to ask is what is your favorite horror film of all time? And what is your favorite film of all time? If you have one. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. It's just that's so hard. That's such a hard question. Um, it is hard, right? So well yeah. I'll say mine really quick because I'm sure um 
if you've listened to our episodes, you already know that my favorite horror film of all time is Halloween, 1978, um, John mm-hmm. Carpenter's original. And then my favorite movie of all time, which was our third episode, I believe, Nightmare Before Christmas. So you guys already know me. And I already, <laughs> I already did like whole episodes on each of these. One was at, uh, one was for the Nerdy Bunch and Nightmare was our, like I said, our third episode, I believe. Um, so you already know me, so I don't need to elaborate. Um, but take your time. I know that's tough. That's tough. Honestly, huh? when it comes to like my favorite horror films, I, it's always a tie between two. Mm-hmm. And only because, like, for different reasons, really. But um, The Conjuring and Halloween, the first one, 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, as for 1978, Halloween is only because, for a few reasons. One, it hits home because mm-hmm. it was, like, you know, I think I mentioned that before, too, because it was filmed in South Pass. And I grew up South Pass and El Sereno, like, borderline of both mm-hmm. uh, cities, both towns. Yes. And also, like... I think I really thought about it this year. I don't know what it is this year in 2020, maybe because we all had time to think, but I really uh-huh. realized like, why is it that I like Halloween so much? Like truly. <laughs> and I realized like, I think it's because I can't, I feel like sympathy. I know it's going to sound crazy, but I kind of feel bad for Michael sometimes just only because mm-hmm. I myself have my own Michael Myers. And by that, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like I have someone in my life that I absolutely fear for the day mm-hmm. that he comes home um, or I used to feel that way. Cause I don't think he will be coming home. Mm-hmm. And like, what it means like I have an older brother who is very mentally sick. You know, he suffers from many different things, you know, um, schizophrenia. He suffers from, he, he has, he's bipolar as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things kind of think, think of like the character from split. Think of it like that, but you can't help but feel. I, it's like I, I'm, I fear him, but I feel bad for him too, and I also understand him. So I think that's why I really like Halloween because it hits home in many different ways. Like, yeah, it was filmed in South Pass, but also because it hits home for me in a way where, like, I also understand Michael. He's just mm-hmm. a very mentally ill person, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also understand Laurie Strode's fear. Of him yeah. coming home because I feel that way whenever my brother would get out of prison mm-hmm. and I'd be like, fuck, he's going to come home. Things are going to come. They're going to get bad. He's going to have an episode. He's going to like do something, you know? Mm-hmm. So that fear, I can relate to it. I, I think that's why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as The Conjuring, it's because one, it's based on a true story and just everything. I love that film. It's so good. It scares me all the time. It's just timeless. The actors are amazing. The way mm-hmm. they just, the directors, everything. I love The Conjuring, the first and second one. So it's really hard for me to choose between both. Mm-hmm. I have heard. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's funny because I, I really got deep with it. No, 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 no. That was great. I and it's. I was thinking too at first, like how funny how you said Halloween and The Conjuring because they're two totally different movies. But now we know why Halloween. And yeah. um, thank you for sharing that with us because I know sometimes it's hard to talk about things like that. But I can understand. You know, you see your brother in Michael, and you know, and that's why there's that element of I feel Absolutely. bad because you know that 
it's really not their fault. You know, it's really not their, you know, if someone who's born like that, it's not their fault. Someone who develops an illness over time, it's not your fault, you know? So yeah, it's true. It's true. It's hard to, um, it's hard to just have kind of, uh, how do you say it? Kind of like an indifference in a way, um, toward characters Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, because you kind of see it in a realistic way, but, um, Yes. So thank you for sharing that. Um, And as far as The Conjuring, um, I have heard great things about it. I actually haven't seen it, but I plan to see it and I want to talk about it in an episode, (laughs) which you'll be excited about since I know you like it. But I've heard really good things. I'm honestly the reason why I haven't watched it is because I heard it's so scary and I'm so scared. (laughs) And I think The Conjuring, wait, the actual house is somewhere, isn't it somewhere around here? in a fucking way isn't it or or like at least where they filmed it i think is in pasadena i don't know let me look it up but i've heard but i know it's a true story and shit so that's why i'm like oh dear god anything that's a true story i'm like fucking sweating i'm sweating that's why i love it so much (laughs) though because it's like i know i don't know it makes me want to go to the like the spots the real spots (laughs) but you're dude maggie is so fucking brave okay she hasn't been on that many episodes but you're gonna quickly realize this bitch is so brave and i cannot i can't relate Oh my god. Oh, she'll like you. you'll just go right you'll walk right it. into Huh? I'm like, I can't help it. Your life is I know. so short, I have to do it. I know. <laughs> That's I just I can't. <laughs> no, maybe I could, but you're just so brave. I have like reluctancy and I'm like, oh god. And Maggie's like, I wanna go. <laughs> but um yeah, sometimes that does make things um, more exciting for people when it's a true story. For me, it makes things scarier. But right. um, I will be seeing that and we'll be talking about it. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. But yeah, let me find out about the house. So I swore there was something with Pasadena. It might not have been the real I house, think- actually, but I think it was the film. Like something was filmed. I don't know. Fucking everything's filmed in the Pasadena, I swear to God. I know. Because Pasadena is so beautiful. It could be it's the beautiful one. I know. Oh, maybe something. Yeah, it was something. Which Annabelle and The Conjuring are connected, correct? Right. They're all connected. Which, that's another okay. thing I love about The Conjuring series, how it's all connected. It's connected to the nun. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I love the go. Warrens in general. The Warrens, to me, are just... That's what I want in a marriage, by the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking like... Oh they are goals to me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much connected. That's what's amazing too. I almost forgot about the nun. I'm glad you reminded me about that. Um, we'll probably definitely do a whole series on this and maybe kind of do all these episodes back to back and kind of follow the story. I want um, an episode. That's for sure. <laughs> I know you fucking better not. <laughs> She's not going in hermit mode now. We found nope, out how to get her. <laughs> we found out how to nope. keep her up. <laughs> oh my god! But um, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'll see how I feel about it. <laughs> but yeah, those are really good choices. Um, what about your favorite movie of all time? If it's different from your horror, is it the same as your horror ones? Um, my favorite film of all time. 
That's hard. That's a harder question because I love film. I love movies. Like, Mm -hmm. it's very hard. I'm trying to think. Can I give you like top five? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, whatever you want. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. I love Goodfellas. Goodfellas is so good. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> You've seen it, right? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> I love to quote Goodfellas. It's just fucking amazing. Robert, you can never go wrong with Robert De Niro either. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that answer. That was, that's like my dad type of movies. Like, <laughs> the shit yeah, my dad I know. It's, just, it's always been in my top five. Like, it has uh-huh. to be. Right. I'm not going to mention any horror because horror to me is just completely different. We're not going to do that. Right. Um, okay. So there's a good fellow. <laughs> we're not going to do that. I love Forrest Gump. Nope, we're not going to do it because they deserve their own list. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Oh, man. Yes. John A. <laughs> that one really hits the... It's just such a good movie. Wait, what did you say? Jen A. <laughs> Jen A. <laughs> oh, Jen not- that oh, one tugs at the heartstrings. Fuck. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh-huh. Uh, I really love The Lovely Bones. Oh my um, fucking! Tell me why that came to my head right now, <laughs> bitch. Why I'm so connected. Oh my god, we're so sisters. It, I was literally just thinking about that, and it's not because really? that's one of my favorites. It's because I, I was thinking about because you know I said a force gum tugs at the heartstrings. I was thinking about like the movies, and I think about this often, like the movies that make me the most emotional. Like the movies that have made me cry the most. And The Lovely Bones is my number one. I never don't cry when I watch the movie. I always cry and it's always really hard. <laughs> so I was literally, that just came, it was flashing through my mind right now. And then you say The Lovely Bones. Oh my God, that movie's like on another level of sad. I also love the movie, I was going to be so random, but Anastasia. <laughs> the animation obviously I love but it. yeah anastasia and that's like a very five. uncommon one really dude i was yeah like i mean, anastasia growing up i love it yeah so you don't really hear anyone talk about anastasia she that's i love it <laughs> yeah anastasia so definitely one. and i think oof, probably gonna be so random but i also probably shouldn't because it is such a fucking racist film uh gone <gasps> with the wind oh but i do I love mean- gone with the wind it's just like a film that i would watch with my dad especially like whenever i was sick and i had nothing else to do than just lay in bed all day mm-hmm. i would watch gone with the wind I, I also read the book but it was wow. just so it took so long to make first of all but mm-hmm. I don't know, something about it was just good. It's always like you just, it's definitely a lot of lesson there. And I really like how the main character, Scarlett O'Hara, was just so hardworking. Because that's what my dad taught me. Like at first, as a young girl, I was just like, this bitch is a fucking slut. Like she's mm-hmm. just playing all these guys. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, no, no, don't pay attention to that. But do you see why she does it? Like she does it because she needs, she needs to like, get through in life she needs to make her money so she has to do what she has to do so like try to understand her and that's where I really really understood I feel like because of that it was such a lesson for me that's why I love that movie so much because my my dad really made me 
he taught me to understand her rather than judge her, like understand her character, understand why she did that, understand like why she married this man. Like, even though it seemed wrong, she did it out of survival. Mm-hmm. And um, it's such a powerful movie, especially when she's like, when she's so hungry and she grabs this carrot and she's like, oh, as God has my witness, I will never go hungry again. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. And she fucking worked her ass off. And then eventually, you know, she had everything and she mm-hmm. lost everything at the same time. It's like, yeah. yeah, she gained everything she wanted, but she also lost what was truly like important to her. And she wasn't wow. even realizing that because she was too focused on the prize in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why it's such a strong movie for me. Like, okay, I really like that movie because it just really demonstrates life in a mm-hmm. sense and also like the struggle. Yeah, that's such a beautiful so, connection. Yeah. And I love that your dad yeah. explained that to you because, you know, not everyone's mm-hmm. parents are going to do that, especially when it comes to like that subject. So that was really like amazing of your dad to do that. Yeah, um, I'm grateful he did that. Yeah, I don't think my dad would fucking do that. <laughs> I'm also grateful. Like he also showed me Stand by Me, which I didn't oh. even realize that it's by Stephen King. I didn't realize that until years later. What? I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, and that is wow. such a good film because Maybe it I really talks that. about friendship. Oh my god! Like, wait, did I know that? <laughs> wow, that's yeah, not because I mean, favorite, so huh? It's in my top. I, if we're going to make a top 10, like it's okay, definitely it's in, it's my in favorite. The 10. <laughs> it's definitely my, because Stephen King, like he's the king of horror, right? But yes. the fact that mm-hmm. he wrote he's this. He's another like, one, Stan- yeah. Mm-hmm. He's another one With that another- changed the game. Yes, that like paved the way, right? For the genre it as did. well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I could have went into this like so many people. <laughs> I should have, huh? I was like, I made it all short. But, um, yeah, yeah, he's great. He's great. You know what's another thing about Stephen King that I really like while we're mm-hmm. talking about him uh-huh. is um, I read this essay by him where he explains, like, why are people so drawn to horror? Like, what is it about horror? And, you know, I remember I mentioned, like, because it's such an adrenaline rush for people. Mm-hmm. And I it think, is. like, maybe that's why I feel like, mo- okay, obviously movies is what we have now, but books in the past was that was it for people that's how people felt that just by reading those words mm-hmm. reading edgar allen's pose like stories gave people an adrenaline rush back in the day just to think of it it's like wow that was their rush yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. now we have exactly. slasher and shit <laughs> <laughs> honestly books are still they can still be very scary though <laughs> like Hell it's kind yeah. of all about movies now, but yeah, it started with literature. It started with literature, and I don't. I personally feel like books take you even more to kind of another world. Well, movies do too, but um, mm-hmm. literature is different because, like, you can sort of. It's like you kind of, even though it's written out for you, you're still kind of the one creating the world because everybody's going to imagine it differently. You know what I mean? So everyone, you can have a hundred people read the same book and everyone's going to imagine the characters differently, like physically, right? Or whatever it is, or um, whatever place they're describing, right? So it's kind of like the author's world, but it's your world too, you know? So that's what's so amazing about books, so... Yeah, horror books can still keep you on edge, you know. It's not all about the movies. <laughs> I agree. 
I agree. Um, oh, shit. But yeah, that's a great. Wait, did you say five already? Was that five? I said six. That was six. Oh, just- <laughs> I was like, fuck. Past five, there we go i know you know it's so funny like movies and music are like the hardest things for people to choose because it's like how do you choose like it's all so good but yeah. um that was a great I'm top a five that was a great time to- <laughs> i'm a libra i know we're both libras guys so that means we're like really fucking indecisive we can never decide that and libra has the love for the arts we can't choose yes. on top of that we're indecisive so it's like you really mm-hmm. can't pick Yes, we're very aesthetic people. (laughs) We love the arts. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So the next question we're going to ask, or I'm going to ask, sorry. Um, What is your favorite piece? So speaking of literature, what's your favorite piece of horror literature, if you have any? Um, So for me, I'll start. Um, I'm a little bit lame. I know I'm all like, uh, it's not all about movies, but I actually haven't read that much horror literature. Um, just a bit here and there. So I haven't read too many. If anyone has great recommenda- recommendations, please let me know. Um, but I'm going to have to go with my childhood favorite. We're going to take it back. And I'm going to say Goosebumps. <laughs> I'm such oh, a Goosebumps yeah. fan. I'm Goosebumps trash, dude. I love it. Um, I can. I'm a goosebumps whore. (laughs) Oh my god! But um, I don't even know when I discovered it. Oh my god! I'm trying to think how old I was. I want to say maybe like like Scholastics. Huh? Those fairs at school. I feel like that's where it started. Oh, maybe. I was definitely at school. I think it was like in fourth or fifth grade for me. I could be wrong, but. Oh my god! I just loved them. They were my favorite books and. I loved books in general. I was such a reader when I was younger, but um, those were like my favorite, favorite books. And this was before, no, actually might've been around the same time that I was like really falling in love with Halloween, but it's so funny because it was more coincidental. I wasn't like purposely trying to love it. You know what I mean? Because I was like, oh, it's Halloween and like I'm, I'm everything Halloween. It wasn't even like that yet, even though it was sort of around the same time, um, it was just purely coincidence. I really just loved them. And I loved, for me at that time, it was scary, you know, and I feel like now it wouldn't be as scary, but I would read those books all over again. Like I could just keep rereading them and I have a whole collection, um, all of which I stole from school. <laughs> Dude, um, I have like fucking, I should take a picture of it. I don't even know how many I have, but I have like, I don't know, from looking at it, maybe like 30, I could be wrong, but I'm going to say like around 30, and I literally stole every single one, didn't buy a single one. <laughs> They're That's literally all so stolen sick. from school. So okay. I apologize to um, <laughs> Garfield Elementary School. I stole them from Garfield Elementary School. That was my elementary, which, by the way, is the is the location where they filmed <laughs> Halloween. I talked about that in the Nerdy Bunch. I did a whole Halloween episode. Um, my favorite movie of all time, also Maggie's favorite horror film. Oh, I'm sorry. Our favorite horror films of all time, not favorite movie of all time. But, um, I talked about that, how that was my elementary school and, um, they filmed some of the school scenes there. So that's where I stole my goosebumps books. (laughs) A little fun fact for you. (laughs) Dude, I can't believe Um, you still have all of them. You should save them forever. I am. No, I'm not. I'm not getting rid of them. (laughs) Good. Okay, that's um, so sick. That's a nice collection. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, those are my favorite. Um, do you have a favorite piece of literature before we go? Um, mm, now that's really hard to pick. <laughs> well, horror literature. So not literature, but horror literature. No, yeah, because like, oh god, that's really hard to pick. It's it's between. I think I'm gonna go with maybe. Okay, because I'm not gonna like goosebumps. Never scared me, although I did read them. I want to say the <laughs> first first like horror literature that scared the fuck out of me as a little girl. I think I was 12 when I read this. It was um a book by James Patterson called Lifeguard, Ooh. and. It was like a good summer read too, because it was like a summer horror read in a sense. And it was, mm-hmm. it was really good. It yeah. Was a mystery. Like I was shocked to find out who was the actual lifeguard. Who fucking Ooh, I've never, I've never heard of that. <laughs> it's so good. I think it was, Whoa. I think he wrote it in the 70s. Is it like a ghost lifeguard or some shit? <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, okay. typical manipulative, charming serial killer. Oh hell no! <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I want to read it, dude. It's that's awesome. That's awesome. I know. I'm gonna check it out. Um, well, there you have it, guys. That's gonna be our episode today. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Horror Horrors Pod. Again, our personal handles are on there as well, except for Maggie. She'll be back soon to Instagram. Um, also follow the Nerdy Bunch, which is at the dot nerdy dot bunch. Um, and you can check out the rest of our podcasts right now. We have a new um, anime podcast. We have a new Marvel podcast, um, Ton Talk, which is our Star Wars show that's coming out with. Um, their newest season pretty soon within the next couple of weeks, I believe. Um, and yeah, a gamer, we have one that's called Gamers for Life. So check out all of our content. There's so much for kind of everything that you love. Um, so be sure to check that out. And again, thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed it. Give us feedback, please. Um, let us know what you thought about the history lesson. Um, should I have added more? Should I have gone slower? Definitely let us know. We always want to hear your feedback so we can make sure we make this show great for you guys. So let us know what you think. We're ready to hear it. Um, and yeah, that's going to be it. So thank you so much. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Horror Horse. Horror Horse is a Nerdy Bunch production. This podcast is produced by Justine Luenas and Ivan Gonzalez. Sound engineer is by Ivan Gonzalez. For exclusive content, please check out our website, www.mynerybunch.com. Boo, bitches.